Hey guys, Ashley with Amari. So a few resources for you guys. We are located in Elizabeth and Highland Park, New Jersey, and I also offer virtual consults. So if you guys need my help, give the office a call, 732-841-0142, and our scheduling coordinator can help you get set up with an appointment. We also have our online shop. So all the products that I talk about in my videos, those are all in our online shop for you guys to purchase. On our Instagram, Amari Healing Arts is our Instagram, all the products are linked right there in our bio. Also, the online shop is linked, and it's linked in the description box for each video. So you guys can go and check those out. And then we have our online course school, the Post-Op Academy. So all of the things that you would need to know post-op, we are doing online courses for. So things like what kind of massages you need, when you need to get them, who to get them from, how to find a therapist like me, all of that we have online courses for. There are going to be more courses coming out all the time. So check in on that to see what's new and what you guys can learn. If you like my videos, all of those courses are exclusive content. All those videos are exclusive content. None of them are on YouTube. They're all in our courses. So that is amarihealingarts.teachable.com. The link for that is also in the description box, and it is also linked in our bio on Instagram. So I hope you guys enjoy the content. Ashley with Amare. I will see you soon. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Ashley. Ashley with Amare. Hi. So I have some Sonabello tea for you guys. So Sonabello review. You guys, anytime, for those of you who don't know, um, Sonabello is a facility that does liposuction. They are most commonly known for their liposuction. Um, they offer, um, I believe theirs is Tri-Sculpt, Elite's is AirSculpt. I have many Sonabello videos, but this is the full review, right? Surgery start to finish. So a lot of you guys will look up these surgery reviews, right? And they're from people that have gotten the surgery, but have no idea what they're doing with their aftercare, can't explain what happened to their body, have no idea what happened during surgery, because you guys are all like fogged out, right? And you see all these videos and they're just like, oh my God, the massages are so painful, I have all this hardness, the garments are terrible, like all these things, right? But nobody's telling you how to fix it, nobody's telling you what to do. So I'm gonna tell you guys what to do. I recently posted on my Instagram, uh, one of my clients, because I see at least three brand new Sonabello people who've just had surgery a week at least. Um, and I finally <laughs> have a picture, which I posted on my Instagram, of the Sonabello recovery tips, their, their post-op paperwork. Um, and we are going to go through it line by line because I have it pulled up, but it's also on my Instagram for you guys to reference. So let's start with um, <laughs> the idea of Sonabello in general. Why do so many people go and get liposuction done or liposuction with skin removal or liposuction with fat transfer or whatever it is? So a few terms to define. Um, <laughs> their tri-sculpt is liposuction. It is a cannula going into the body. It is surgery. Okay, this is not some, I'm going to get like pads put on me and my fat's going to go away. No, they, and I have done videos about Elite doing this as well. Their marketing and the way that they explain it to you guys makes it seem like it's not surgery and it's not invasive and you're going to have no downtime. You guys will be done and like up the next day, like 48 hours after you can go back to work. You're fine. Okay. The only case in which that is true is if you are doing this much. Just a, a roll of liposuction, right? Or if you're just doing like a little bit of liposuction. When you're talking about doing something like lipo360, again, defining, ter de defining terms, 360, liposuction 360 means all the way around your body. 
So the entire stomach, the sides, the waist, the back, upper and lower and lower back. The biggest problem with you guys in Sonabello is they say 360 and you guys are like, oh, okay, that's fine. But you don't really know where the lipo was taken out of. So pro tip number one, get your medical paperwork because I cannot tell you how many people, now Sonabello is a chain. They have offices all over the country. I cannot tell you how many people have no idea what was done during surgery. And then when we finally get you on the table and I look at you guys or we're talking about it in our consult, and I see you, I'm like, you had lipo done from literally the top of your back all the way down to like the top of your glutes. And they're like, well, I didn't know. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to need you to request your medical paperwork just so we can verify this. Because I'm not the surgeon. I don't know what was done during surgery. And you were out. You don't know what was done during surgery. So first pro tip, if you're going to Sonabello or Elite, please make sure you are requesting your medical paperwork. You want your a copy of your medical paperwork. It'll take them a little while to get it to you. So make sure you request it at that first post-op appointment so we know what happened. Second thing, um, you are not going to be up and moving around 48 hours after. It's, again, unless you are getting such a minimal amount done, like a very, very, very tiny amount. Um, and there is no way to like quantify this amount. Like I can't tell you guys, oh, if you're only getting a liter, you're going to be fine. There's no way to tell because it's where they're taking it from, right? We're talking volume versus surface area. So you could get a lot taken out from here, but just here and be okay within the first week. Or you could get a little bit taken out all the way around and be like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to work like this. Absolutely not. Especially if you're not just working a desk job and you have to be up and like get to the office. There's no way. So the downtime recovery thing, I need you guys, regardless of how much you are getting done, if you are getting liposuction at Sonabello, please plan for six to eight weeks. Not that you're going to be out of work. Plan to be out of work for about three to four weeks, but plan for your recovery time to be six to eight weeks. Because when we're talking about the phases of wound healing in the body, right? Let's say I just slice my hand open with a knife, right? Versus a paper cut, they're going to be two different amounts of time. But your body is still going to need to heal. It's in an area that's moving constantly. So although it may be a paper cut, it may still take three to four weeks to heal. And now if you need stitches and it's super deep, it's going to take even longer. So let's just plan for six to eight weeks to be in your garment, in your foams. And we're going to get into my quarrels with the garment situation. We're going to, we're going to get deep today, guys. This is going to be a long video, so buckle up. Um, but you're going to need to be in a garment 24-7 for six to eight weeks I don't care how much liposuction you are getting done. I don't care if it's under a liter and it's one tiny little roll. You are going to plan for six to eight weeks to be in that compression garment with your foams. Um, that's, that's pro tip number two. Pro tip number three, you need massages. You need manual lymphatic drainage. I'm not talking about squeezing fluid out of your body, which is not safe, causes infection, causes scar tissues, and is not legal for any massage therapist to be doing, first of all. I'm not talking about using a roller. I'm not talking about trying to hack it on your own. I'm talking about actual like manual lymphatic drainage, the medical modality, manual lymphatic drainage. This is not an oil rubbing massage. This is not using heat. This is not using ice. This is not using tools. This is not using machines. It is this. 
specific kind of strokes done to the skin to dilate the lymphatic vessels and get your body to reabsorb and pee out the swelling. Now, if you have no idea what the heck I'm talking about as far as the massages, I have a bajillion videos on our YouTube, but we're also going to get into the whole aftercare and like I'm going to give you guys in this video blow by blow, regardless of what surgery you're having, regardless of how much you're getting done. If you are getting surgery at Sonabello, I am going to give you the entire starter kit of supplies you need of how like how to take care of yourself after surgery so that you don't get fibrosis and complications. I'm going to go through like what is fibrosis um when why it so commonly happens after sonabello for you know whatever reason i know the reason i will tell you the reason we'll get there um but you guys they the biggest problem with sonabello is they are acting like this is not surgery and i've said this in many of my other videos about sonabello they literally looking at this aftercare sheet, they tell you to do the exact opposite of what you should be doing after surgery. The things they're telling you to do on this sheet are what is causing you to be leaking like crazy. The things they're telling you to do on this aftercare sheet is exactly what's causing the crazy amount of swelling that you have. The things that they're doing is exactly the reason your body is rock hard within the first week where you are in massive amounts of pain your skin and your tissue is like a brick anytime you eat which we're going to talk about or or anytime all day at night whenever you're you get up to move or you try to put your garment on or something your tissue is just harder and harder that's fibrosis so i got a lot we're going to try to keep it very streamlined but i have a lot so um, recovery tips here. Drainage and blood. There will be significant drainage, often with blood from the incision sites 48 to 72 hours. This is normal. Use poise or maxi pads over the incision sites to soak up the drainage. Okay, pause. Really, really quick. This whole idea of drainage, manual lymphatic drainage does not involve fluid leaving the body. First of all, the fact that they call it drainage is beyond me. It is blood. Okay, what what is coming out of your incision sites is blood. You are bleeding. That will be caused even more so by the rest of the things they're telling you on this aftercare sheet. If it is past your two-day mark, your 48-hour mark, or even let's just say three-day, if it is past your 72-hour mark and your incisions, you're still bleeding from your incisions like a lot, you are having way too much sodium in your diet Sodium is a vasodilator. It will cause you to bleed more. Sodium, caffeine, and alcohol. So first thing, if 72 hours after surgery, you are still bleeding out of your incisions, it is your diet and you need to schedule a virtual with me like right then and there because it will make things worse and that's how you wind up with permanent fibrotic scar tissue. So yes, in those first three days, you know, having that leakage from your incisions is normal. I would also, again, agree with putting the maxi pad or the poise pad with the cloth side up against your incisions. It helps keep the garment clean. And that way the blood doesn't leak everywhere. Change pads as needed. It is a good idea to use extra towels or a shower curtain to line your bed while you continue to drain. That I will also agree with, but you should not need to be doing that. You shouldn't be losing that much blood. Pain medications. Post-procedure discomfort is different for everyone. Use home use home and prescribed pain medications as needed. That is a doctor thing. Pain medications is up to you and your surgeon and like they said it's different for everyone. Drains and steri strips. 
Excess skin removal patients only will have steri strips and possible drains. Drains. The nurse will give you some alcohol pads and a specimen cup the day of surgery. Empty your drain when it is full, half, halfway full. Scan the QR code on your on your camera or phone or visit the YouTube link. Steri strips should not be removed. It is okay for them to get wet, and if they start to come off, you can let them go, but the RN will remove them at your one-week post-op. So here's the thing with drains. Let's go back to this bleeding thing. If you are having vasodilators, if you are having caffeine, alcohol, and excess amounts of salt in your diet or things that make you bleed, um, so smoking, cigarettes, things like that, right? Your drain, so your drain is going to be in for like a week like seven to 14 days, right? That's, that's what, that's, we want it out like seven days, right? We don't want it in longer than that. 14 days, depending on how much internal work that you've had done. So all of this is very subjective to your surgery, right? All of this like first stuff. Um, and then the drains and steri strips is only for skin removal. If you're getting lipo, this doesn't apply to you, but with the drains, they, they're telling you how to take care of it. The steri strips will be removed by your nurse at your one week post-op. All of those instructions follow the sheet, follow with your surgeon, follow with whatever Sonabella is telling you. All of that stuff is medical care. Now, your drain, if you are draining generally above 20 cc's in that drain a day, above that, you need to keep the drain in. Below that 20 cc's a day, if it has been a full 24 hours and you only have 20 cc's of blood in that drain, then they're going to take the drain out. So our goal Right on the recovery end of it, um, just real quick, in case you guys don't know, plastic surgery recovery specialist. Hi, manual lymphatic drainage specialist. Hi, swelling specialist. Hi, that's me. So on the recovery end of it, right on the pre-op and post-op end of it, as far as taking care of your body, the surgery is the easy part. You get cut, and that's the end of it. It's the taking care of it to make sure it heals right. It's like getting a tattoo. Getting the tattoo part is easy. You lay there, you get the, the tattoo. It's the weeks after that that you have to make sure the lines don't blow out. You're not picking at the scabs. The color is taking properly. That it's covered and it's not getting infected, and all of those things, right? So I do that for the post-op part of it to make sure that you don't have crazy amounts of scar tissue, complications, things like that. And this is why I get so upset because Sonabella is directly causing all of those things continually um, with their instructions here. So the first half of this, steri strips, pain meds, all of that, that's for you to deal with with them. Um, they have recovery videos here. Okay. Here's where the problem comes in. Items to aid in healing. They say optional, right? But you guys are doing all of this and then they're telling you in the room to do all of this too. And it's totally messing up your recovery. It is making tons of problems. So Juven, right? Juven is the, the powder. That's fine. Juven we like. If you want to take Juven to help with your recovery, you absolutely can. Juven is a powder drink thing. Um, it, it supports wound healing. It's got vitamins and minerals in it. It's great. Protein shots. Here's the problem, guys. I have literally had some surgeons tell me, or you guys tell me that your surgeon told you because you had a tummy tuck, you need 60 grams of protein a day. That's nuts. And all you guys are doing is eating tons of meat and protein shakes and like protein shots and all kinds of craziness. Guys, you don't need protein shots. You need vitamins and minerals, okay? So the Juven works well. I would not suggest the protein shots. Here's also why. And electrolytes. We're going to get to that in a second. No. 
You need to be having vitamins and minerals and nutrient-rich foods. Protein, yes, for building muscle, if we're working out, if we're depleting our energy sources like that and we're really, really going hard. Like I rock climb. I'm having a protein shake in the morning, which is 16 grams of protein. And then I'm having chicken, steak, rice, vegetables, everything throughout the day. And then maybe if I'm climbing again the next day, I'll have my protein shake at night because I'm going to be climbing the next day, right? And rock climbing literally shreds your body. So protein shakes. But even I... I'm not like I will go through cycles, right, of climbing. So right now I haven't been to the gym in about three weeks, but that's also because I'm working a lot more. So I'm not pounding protein shakes like that because my body doesn't need it right now. So when it ta- when you're talking about healing, um, you don't need to be doing protein shots. You don't need to be overloading on them. You need to be eating food that has protein in it. So chicken, um, turkey, uh, like any any of the protein-rich foods. I mean, there are tons of them out there, but you guys need to be eating your protein, not doing protein shots, because protein shots will have very high levels of sodium, which will then make you bleed. Okay, so I want to clarify something real quick about the protein. So they were telling her that she needed to be having 60 grams of protein every three hours. So they wanted her to have protein shots for the first three weeks, three, two to three protein shots every three hours because she had a tummy tuck. If you guys are normally healing after surgery, they say, right, they, the people on the interwebs, the American health people out there, all the boards and things, they say you need about 100 grams of protein a day for like a normal person, but that doesn't mean drink 100 grams and a protein shot. That's not what that means. You're getting your protein from your food, from eggs, from meat, from all the things. So I just wanted to clarify real quick because I know everybody's going to come after me. Well, the internet says you need 100 grams of protein on a normal day. Yes, but for wound healing, you're going to be getting all of those proteins in your food. Do not take a 100 grams of protein in protein shots. That's all I'm going to say. Now, sodium does two things. None of this is going to make sense to you guys. I highly suggest, and we're going to get into my step-by-step, here's what you need to do if you're getting surgery at Sonabello, like protocol, but I go through the science of what you need to eat and the sodium situation and how fibrosis is made in the online course. Just Drop a pin real quick. If you guys are getting surgery at Sonabello, the first thing you are going to do after you book your surgery is go to our link in bio and purchase the How to Get Rid of Swelling After Surgery course, the Post-Op Lymphatic Massage and Finding a Therapist course. Number one, because they give you zero help about your massages and education. Number two, because I talk about garments. I talk about when you should be getting your massages, how many you should be getting, what you should be eating, how much water you need to be drinking, all all of that is covered in the course. So side note, um, but sodium is a vasodilator. So sodium will do two things. It will bind water to your tissues and coagulate your fluid, causing it to be thick and causing it to burn. So you will feel that burning, like that burning pain, that intense, like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain after having something with too much sodium in it. Protein shakes, Pedialyte and Powerade. This whole idea of like electrolytes, guys, you're not running a marathon. Why are we drinking Gatorade like crazy? You're sitting around at home. No Gatorade and no Pedialyte. No, 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 no. No sports drinks, no vitamin water, no, no. Oh God, please, no. No. Here's what these, here's what these instructions say. 
Pedialyte and Powerade for electrolytes. Drink half a gallon. Half a gallon the day before surgery and half a gallon after surgery. That is insane. No. Absolutely not. First of all, colors, dyes, all, all of the crap that's in these sports drinks, and then on top of it, the sodium. So we're going to take a little sidebar real quick. Um, I don't believe I haven't pulled it up, but I'll pull it up real quick. Uh, Powerade Nutrition Label. Okay. The amount of sodium in this is... Where is it? Okay. 240 milligrams. Now, when you guys read nutrition labels, this drives me insane. You see 240 milligrams. You think, oh, there's only 240 milligrams in this. No, it says the serving size per container. So about 2.5 servings per container. Okay, now take 200 and what did I say? 40 times 2.5. It's 500 milligrams of sodium. Just to put it in perspective, now this also drives me nuts and drives you nuts. You guys are like, well, how many milligrams of sodium can I have? There is no magic number, guys. None of this stuff is like that. There is no magic number. Everybody's body is different, right? This is all subjective. So here's my advice with this. And I go over this in the course in depth. Here's my advice with this. First of all, do not have any of those drinks at all because you are having 500 milligrams of sodium in one bottle. They want you to have three bottles. The American Heart Association of a normal, healthy adult that is working out and actually using these resources in the body, not sitting around after surgery, but actually using these resources in the body, 1,500 milligrams a day, day. When you read a nutrition label and you see DV on it, that's daily value. So when you guys see, oh, there's only 2% in here, that's per serving. So multiply that by 2.5 and then do that per day. This is why we're not doing milligrams, guys, because you're not going to look and do all of this math on every single thing you eat at all. So absolutely not to the sports drinks because, again, sodium will open those blood vessels and pour blood into your tissue. First of all, you now have open incision sites. You want to know why everybody has those drains in for so long? You want to know why everybody's body and garment and they want you to put a shower curtain down on the bed because it looks like a crime scene? Because you are literally dilating the crap out of the blood vessels the day before surgery, drinking all of this sodium. Then you're going to get cut in surgery. And then you're drinking even more after surgery when you have open wounds for all that blood that just filled your tissue from having so much sodium to pour out of. Why? Why? No. Okay? No. Here's what you do. You drink a gallon of water a day. You have three to four liters of water a day. The normal human needs two liters. And do not give me this whole body weight divided by two crap, guys. I swear. I will lose, I will lose it. I will lose it. A normal human needs two, first of all, your lymphatic system recycles two to four liters a day of fluid. So you should be taking in at minimum two liters a day. The normal healthy human loses water through respiration, through lubrication of the eyes, through breathing out through the nose, and just normal body function, right? Saliva, digestive, all of the literal functions. It, the oxygen and carbon dioxide exchange in your lungs happens because of water. You need two liters, two of these, minimum a day. Minimum. If you are getting surgery, you need three a day. Liters, okay? Put down the sports drinks. Put down the protein shots. You can put the Juven mineral packets in your water. That's fine. 
But none of this Pedialyte, Powerade, Gatorade, sports drink, vitamin water, vasodilation craziness, I swear. You want to know why you're so hard after you stop bleeding? It's because of the garment, not having foams, and the sodium. Because you have no idea how swelling works. So that, that alone made me hit the ceiling when I saw it. Now, the next thing. Lipofoams. Help to minimize indentations from tight clothing. That is beyond the craziest crock of crap I have ever heard. Lipofoams, first of all, are not all created equal. Um, also, tight clothing, no, you're wearing a garment. Um, second of all, or second of all, third, uh, lipofoams, the ones that they give you at Sonabello, are not machine washable and get very disgusting. And then it says, can be found on Amazon. So now you're buying things from Amazon that have a waxy coating that are not medical grade, that are gross, and not machine washable. Use as directed under your garment. Foams go under the garment. We wear foams 24-7. We know this. So it says, wear the wrap slash garment you are sent home in 24-7 unless showering or laundering. When you come in for your one-week post-op, the RN will give you your second stage compression garment, which should be worn 24-7 for, for four weeks and then switch to 12 hours a day until all swelling is gone. All right, here's why this whole thing is the craziest crock of crap I've ever heard. A compression garment. I have so many videos on compression garments. So many. But I also go over it in the course where it makes sense and it's in one straight line. Guys, this is the other thing with the online course. Instead of going through hours of my podcast and hours of my YouTube videos to dig for fibrosis videos, to dig for garment videos, to dig for foam videos, to dig for Sonabella videos, just go purchase the course. It's four hours of videos back to back where I give you everything laid out and explained. So, first of all, lipofoams are meant to buffer the compression in your garment. They're meant to actually give you a soft compression ratio in addition to the compression from your garment. Second of all, lipofoams are meant to sit against the skin and move the skin to stimulate it so that the swelling doesn't stagnate under there and get stuck and start thickening like a brick. Uh, number three, lipofoams are meant to be medical grade polyurethane, not memory foam, sponge, backboards, or boards. Those are not what you need if you are getting surgery from Sonabello. What you need are these. Now, foams will turn color. I actually just, because I wanted to display this, I just took these out of the package. I've had these for two years. I just took them out of the package because I use them for my virtuals to explain things. See how the edges are yellowing? That's normal. That's called oxidization. That will happen with polyurethane foams. That is okay. That is supposed to be that way. Your foams will look disgusting. They will look black and brown and whatever colors your garment or they are exposed to. That is fine. But that's why it's so important that you get medical grade machine washable ones because you need to know that they're clean and disinfected using the disinfectant the, the medical grade detergent for your garment and foams. And that's the other thing on here. They don't talk about cleaning it. Um, but using the medical grade detergent for your garment and foams to make sure these are clean because they'll never look as white as the center as this. They will start tinging and coloring because you are bleeding on them because they are touching your skin and your garment and getting all kinds of discolored. They're not supposed to stay white. So, sidetracked there for a sec. But the foam is meant... Now, look at how I'm just using little fingers. I am barely holding this foam to me. I'm not using any pressure. When I move the foam, you see my skin move? When I do this, do you see how the skin all the way under here moves? And all I'm doing is, is holding it. I'm not putting any pressure. And I'm just moving the foam 
and it moves the skin everywhere. That is causing a stimulation to your lymph system so that your swelling does not stagnate and doesn't get trapped by the garment because the garment's holding you together and holding your skin. And we're going to talk about the garment in a second, but the garment's holding you together and holding your skin. Your skin's not moving. All that swelling is getting compressed. And that's how we wind up getting hard and fibrotic, especially with Sonabella where their garments are spanks. Their garments are not medical grade compression the way that we need them to be. This is where they say you'll get your second stage stages. As you guys know, Stages don't exist. Stages are not real. That is something that was made up. Stages of garments is not a real thing. Um, but when they say they're second stage, they're just giving you a smaller size down. They're not giving you a different kind of garment. So the garments that they give you are very elastic, which means that anytime you swell in that garment, that swelling is then getting trapped in your tissues. And then you're swelling again and it's getting trapped in your tissues because it's a very elastic garment. If you guys need help with a garment after Sonabello, you're going to have to schedule a virtual with me um, because I can I can help fit you for a garment and get you the proper garments that you need because what they're going to give you the first couple days post-op is going to be good for like your first week because you're bleeding, you're going through the swelling inflammation stage where your body is starting to bring in swelling to start healing that tissue and start repairing um, the hole where the lipo was taken out of the fat was taken out of but you need an actual garment after that because their garments are extremely stretchy they are not going to contain your tissue now why do we need garments what are they for why are their garments not working number one the foams they give you are memory foam your skin doesn't move under the memory foam so your skin is being trapped compressing your fluid compressing your tissue and not in the way you're supposed to be compressed the reason I'm bouncing back and forth between the two here, you guys think because Sonabello tells you this, garments are supposed to like squeeze you and get you snatched. That is not what a garment is for at all. You don't get snatched because you're getting squeezed into a garment. You get snatched because surgery was done and things were taken out. You're not going to sculpt or mold your body with a garment. And getting a smaller garment is not going to stop the swelling and the fibrosis from happening. That's not how that works. Garments are meant to be a soft cast around your body for your tissue to heal in. They're not meant for reduction. Foams and manual lymphatic drainage massages are meant for reduction. And this is the biggest problem with this aftercare sheet and the education they guys give you, which is pretty much none. It's all beyond backwards. So... The memory foam that they give you, memory foam collapses, which is going to stick your skin in one place even more. And the garments are extremely stretchy. There's no containment to them. So your tissue's inflating and not healing properly because there's no containment. It's not holding you in a container to heal. So you keep blowing up and then the garment's stretching around you, acting like a tourniquet cutting into you. So... The garment problems you have to see me for, number one. Um, but in order to buffer the garment, get yourself two. Two packs, not one. One will not be enough. You need two packs. You need six foams. Six lipo foams to put in your garment on the product page for the lipo foams. I have a video showing you how to put them in your garment. Now, this is the other thing, <laughs> depending on the garment they give you, because I have had three clients with the same procedure in the same week come out of the same facility and get three different garments, three different styles of garment. One was coming down to the legs. One was just to the crotch. One was like a like a pull up bodysuit situation um, that didn't have any hooks at all. One of them, the one with the crotch had hooks going down the side. The other one was a normal garment, just extremely stretchy. Guys, they're literally just giving people garments based on what they have on hand literally and then when I tell them to go back and ask why you didn't get like a regular 
you know, full bodysuit garment with legs because you need the legs. Otherwise, the swelling is going to cause a fupa because of the garment. They they literally told them they were like, well, we didn't have them on hand and we needed something to put you in. Cool. So you guys, whatever garment they give you for the first week will work if you put these in. Um, and then you see me thereafter to get you a garment. Now, I just want to take a take a side note before I get into the last part of this. Um, garments are meant for containment. Just to recap, they're not meant to squeeze you and they will not get you snatched. Garments are meant for containment, number one. Number two, foams are what helps with reduction. But foams will not get rid of your swelling. Foams will make sure that the liquid that is inside of you is not stagnating, becoming pressed into a brick, causing fibrosis. Um, and number three... Your foams need to be machine washable and medical grade polyurethane. You can get them at the link in our bio on our Instagram or at the link in the description box. You need two packs, not one. You need six foams. So here's the thing. Sonabello is not bad, guys. All of this stuff I'm saying, Sonabello is wonderful for surgery. Like their surgeries look amazing. Like, the people afterwards, when they're done with me, look fantastic. They look so good. Like, skin removal and liposuction. Like, all of it. Like, arms, thighs, chin, um, abdomen 360, skin removal. Like, all of it. It looks great. But it only looks great because we do the work afterwards to clean up the body. Because I'll have clients that find me three months after Sonabello. And they are ginormous and they are like hard and fibrotic and their incision is huge and bumpy and crazy looking because there is zero aftercare. And this last line in here where it says after four weeks, you switch to 12 hours a day. That is unacceptable. A garment is a cast for your body to heal in. If you at four weeks still have swelling and fibrosis and you stop wearing that thing, you're going to get worse overnight and it's going to stay and it's going to, the swelling is going to travel and it's not going to be a good look for you. And it's going to take longer for your recovery because you do not take a cast off a broken arm. If you break your arm, and you go into the doctor's office at six weeks. They take the cast off. They do the x-ray and they say, mm, still a little broken. They put that cast right back on. They're not telling you just, you know, be in a cast like, like 12 hours a day. You should be fine. It'll heal. No, they slap that cast right back on and they say, I'll see you in another four weeks. And that's it. That is exactly what we're doing here. That garment stays on 24-7 until you have no more fibrosis, hardness, stickiness, thickness, swelling, until there's nothing left. Then we take the garment off. We do not take that thing off at 12 hours. A garment will do nothing for your body only wearing it 12 hours. It's like if you go and pay to get Invisalign done and you're only wearing your Invisalign 12 hours a day. But you're supposed to be changing your trays every two weeks, but you're only wearing it 12 hours a day. That's not how that works. No, no. So we're not doing that. We are wearing the garment 24-7 for six to eight weeks. Let's plan for six to eight weeks. If it's less, it's less. Um, but that is something for you and I to determine. And that is something for your body to make sure that we're at the right pace to determine as far as the healing process. So the garments are good for the first week, then you need a real garment. Um, the foams, you are absolutely not getting them on Amazon. 
and you are wearing them 24-7 in the garment, mapping your lymphatic system so that they are actually doing something for your body. All of that is in the video on the product page. Now, <laughs> lymphatic massage. Here's the thing. You guys don't even know you need lymphatic massage. Or you will ask and they will tell you, oh, just rub yourself. Oh, oh yeah, you can get that done, but you don't need to. It's fine. Okay. All right. So let's, let's read this here. Okay. To increase healing and reduce swelling. Once you are no longer bruised, you can begin to do lymphatic massage as well as massage any lumps and scar tissue that may normally begin to form. Scar tissue will dissipate over time with continued massage. Some patients find a vibrating handheld massager useful for at home. Okay. I'm sorry. Can we just... We have a map, okay? This intricate scientific map. If you go and you just start rubbing your body, first of all, your body is one big wound. I just posted uh, last Friday because this video will come out next Friday. So this Friday, last Friday, time warp with the recordings. I just posted a video of a surgeon stating that you need lymphatic massage after your liposuction procedure. And it's done specifically in a specific way. It is not a regular massage. This map, your body is one big wound. Okay, so using deep pressure into a wound is going to cause more swelling, more bleeding, and more of a problem. Number one, using a vibrating handheld thing, you can't control the pressure. Second of all, that's not going to do anything because it doesn't work with this map. Number three, um, you should not be digging into the body, touching tissue, bone, muscles, or anything deeper than the skin. The only thing that's being touched is the skin. So if you think you can learn this entire map, know exactly which direction to go in, learn all four to five hand techniques and positions, and know exactly how to do the sequence, sure, then you can massage yourself at home. But let me ask you something. How are you going to reach your back? You're not. So here's the thing. I've been saying that a lot this video. Here's the thing. You could go and get rubbed with oil, right? Let's say once your bruising is gone. Well, first of all, a few things. Let's go line by line here. Um, to increase healing and reduce swelling. If you are doing true manual lymphatic drainage, if you are getting it done, because this isn't something you can do after surgery, especially after Sonabella with what, what, what they have you doing, how complicated your healing process is going to be. If you're following this post-op sheet, you definitely cannot be rubbing yourself. Absolutely not. You are going to cause pain. Um, if you are going to someone who's doing this gentle skin stretch technique in the specific sequence that it's supposed to be done in and the specific direction that it's supposed to be done in, yes, it can increase healing and reduce swelling. And you can start 48 hours after surgery, by the way, if you are starting with a certified manual lymphatic drainage therapist. Absolutely, you can. Okay, once you're no longer bruised, let's pause there. Because um, also, quarrels I have, the language and punctuation and grammar of this sheet, there is none. It's just one straight big paragraph run on sentence. So we're going to go a couple words, a couple words. So once you are no longer bruised, there should be a comma, you can begin to do lymphatic massage. Let's just stop there. Right, let's add a period to that paragraph. If you are having the Powerade, 
in a garment that is not a real garment, with foams that are memory foam and not real foam, you will be bruised for about four to six weeks. So your body is one giant Ziploc bag full of water with sand in it, right? Because proteins, let's picture proteins as granules of sand that are trying to heal a tissue. And you are just sitting and not getting any lymphatic stimulation. You don't have proper foams. You're not really getting up and moving or you are getting up and moving, but you're extreme, in extreme pain. You're sore, you're bruised, all of this, right? Bruising has to go back into your lymphatic system and be uptaked, uptaked, uptooken, uptaked by the lymph vessels to then travel back into your bloodstream and be peed out. That's how bruising heals. Bruising is blood that's leaked out under the skin. And your lymphatic vessels live under the skin. They are a hair deep and a hair thick. And they follow that map. So bruising only goes away when your lymphatic system uptakes, there we go, uptakes, um, the excess blood that's leaked out under the skin to where you can see it. It takes that back into the body, into the lymph system, dumps it back into the blood, and you pee it out. That's how it works. That's how bruising gets rid of, is gotten rid of. If you're not doing any manual lymphatic drainage, or your lymph system's not pumping or dilating or moving at all, and then you're doing things like having Powerade and Gatorade and Pedialyte and everything else, how on earth is that bruising supposed to go away? That bruising's not going to go away, and it's going to take you even longer to go get your MLD done. So there's that. Okay, massaging any lumps and scar tissue that may begin to form, that may naturally begin to form. Here's the next thing, guys. I have a video on this. Scar tissue does not need to happen. Lumps are not normal. Fibrosis is not a normal part of the healing process at all. Point blank. The end. That is a complication after surgery. It is a complicated, pissed off form of swelling. That's what it is. It's swelling that's being congealed, that's being thickened, that's being compacted, causing these lumps. This is not necessary. Okay, and massaging congealed thick fluid and digging into it will cause more fluid to come into the area and cause it to be worse. The other thing that I've heard, which is not on this sheet, which, oh my God, for the love of everything that is holy, guys, please, pushing blood out of yourself in the shower, draining yourself. No, 100% no on everything that is good and right in this world. No, you can pass out. Um, and cause some serious damage. Do not go pushing anything out of your body. That is not how swelling works. If you stub your toe, you don't cut it open and push blood out of it. Please stop doing that after surgery. Um, so we're not, if you have fibrosis and if you have like what they call scar tissue, which is what they're talking about is the lumps and the bumps. If you're having fibrosis, it's because of your garment and foams and it's because you're not getting proper massages and by rubbing over that and raking through it, fibrosis is an inflammatory process. You are going to cause more inflammation and make it worse. Don't go rubbing yourself, please. Scar tissue will dissipate over time. We're gonna take a hard stop there. First of all, um, true scar tissue, which is developed between month 12 and 24, does not dissipate over time. It is tissue. It is made. It is there. Can we soften it? Sure. But it is permanent. If you let your fibrosis go until a year, if you're still having hardness, lumps and bumps and swelling a year, see me. Come see me. Come into the office or schedule a virtual with me because within that 12 to 24 months is when it's becoming permanent. Then it's scar tissue. Scar tissue does not dissipate. It's not how that works. Stagnant gel-like fluid 
will dissipate if it's being treated properly, but scar tissue will not dissipate over time with continued massage. That is not, no. We can soften scar tissue, we can get it to flow better, but it doesn't go away, guys. It's permanent tissue. Some patients find a vibrating handheld massager useful for at-home massage. No. That does nothing. Unless we are directly moving the skin in the directions on this lymphatic map, you're not getting any uptake of fluid. You're just pushing the fluid around in your body. So sure, if you go rubbing your stomach, may it look flatter? Yes, because you're pushing fluid into other areas of the skin that are empty due to the lipo. So you may not be able to reach or see your back, but you keep doing this and fluids going to your back and settling there. And you wonder why your back hurts all the time. So that is the end of what I like to call the Sonabello rap sheet. <laughs> um, I've addressed everything on there. So here is the rundown of what you need to do. If you are getting surgery, any surgery, chin lipo from Sonabello, Lipo 360 from Sonabello, lipo to the arms, lipo to the thighs, skin removal. If you are getting any of these things done, any surgery at all at Sonabello, here's what you need to do. First thing, request your medical records at your post-op. Make sure you write that down somewhere. Second thing, uh, make sure you are not following their nutritional advice. No Gatorade, no Pedialyte, nothing except water and maybe the Juvin packets if you'd like. I will trying to have uh, lovely Alex add a link to the Juven packets in the comments description somewhere. I'm going to write that down so I remember to do it. Um, but that is the second thing you're going to do is you are only having water. You are having two liters of water a day, minimum. Um, link in description. Okay. Three to four is really what you should be hitting as far as your water goals. You're going to start that a week before surgery. You're also going to start minimizing the amount of salt in your diet. If you need help with that, set up a virtual with me um, because that's not as easy as you think. Everyone's like, I didn't have any salt today. And I'm like, great. Okay, what'd you eat for dinner? Because I feel you and you feel extremely fibrotic and hard. And they're like, oh, well, I had pasta, spaghetti, and meatballs, but I made the meatballs from scratch. Okay, great. What'd you put on the pasta? Tomato sauce. Okay, and did you make it from scratch? No, I used it from a jar. Okay, cool. What was the brand? I look it up. In a cup, one cup, 900 milligrams of sodium. Guys, we got to do better. So listen, if you need help as far as diet, because that is so crucial for Sonabello specifically, set up a virtual with me. Um, but take the course first, because like that's, that's going to be everything right there. So diet, water, not Pedialyte. Um, the diet will also help stop the whole draining blood situation. Garment and foams. You need supplies, okay? Pay attention. These are all the supplies you need. No matter what the surgery is, these are all the supplies you need. You need lipo foams. If you're getting skin removal, if you're getting lipo, if you're getting chin lipo, arm lipo, thigh lipo, you need the lipo foams in our online shop. So the link is in the description box. The link is in the bio on Instagram. But you're going to need... Two packs of lipo foams. Here's why. Let's say you only had chin lipo done and you're only putting one strip of foam under here. It's your face. You have incisions. You need to be washing and wearing and swapping them out regularly. The foams are going to take a little while to dry. I have a video on washing the foams on the detergent page, the page for the detergent in our online shop. I talk about washing them. Um, you're going to need to make sure that you have 
clean sets because it's your face. Those have to be washed regularly. The ones on your body, you should also be washing regularly. So whatever you're doing, you need two sets. If you just have one area and you're getting one pack of foam, you need two packs, one to wash, one to wear. If you have had lipo 360 around your entire abdomen, you need to be covered 360. You need two packs of foams. Then you may also want to get another two packs of foams, one to wash, one to wear. You need a set to wash, a set to wear. I'm going to say it again. If you had skin removal or lipo 360, you need two packs of foams, six foams to cover the entirety of your body. Then you need a second two packs to wash while the other ones you are wearing and vice versa. So figure that out with what you got going on. So you need the foams. Number two, which wasn't on this sheet. As far as wound care, they will tell you to use Vaseline, Bacitracin, sticky wet stuff. And then you're like, why are my incisions gaping holes? And they look white and weird and squishy because they are too wet. We do not put Vaseline, Neosporin, or Bacitracin on those holes that we're exuding fluid from them. You are going to get the wound care. The silver gel. You are going to use that for your tummy tuck incision. If you're doing the skin removal, you are going to use that as the tape falls off and you can actually have an exposed incision. You're going to put that on there um, as it becomes exposed, not over the steri strips. Over the drain holes, once the drain hole is exposed, you're going to use the wound care on that. It's going to help close the hole. Your lipo incisions, you're going to use the wound care on that. You are also going to get uh, the detergent for washing your garment and foams. Medical grade detergent from our shop. Washing the garment and foams. You are exuding fluid. You are in it 24 seven for six to eight weeks. You need to make sure those things are disinfected properly, garment and foams. Our detergent is a disinfectant. It will clean through and through. So, and it's medical grade for your supplies. So it's safe. There's no colors, no dyes, no craziness. Please stop using Tide. Oh, I'm not even going to get into the rant. Please stop using Tide. And Gain and All and Woolite. Please stop using those things on your garment and foams. They are going directly on your body. That is not safe. Rant over. Okay, so um, foams, wound care, detergent. The other thing you will need is the Arnica. Now, everybody, again, I'm going to sidebar this rant because we're already almost an hour into this video. Arnica is not the only thing in the world that helps with surgery, swelling, and circulation. The post-op cream that we have, you are going to need that for all the areas outside of your garment, especially in that first week. Here's why. The garments from Sonabello that you are going to be in for that first week, they cut into the, the, the every crease of your body. So you're going to get swelling that is pooling out over the seams of your garment, especially if you have the crotch thing, your fupa area is going to be ginormous. Use the post-op cream where you're bruised, on the top of your thighs, your whole, everything from the knee to the hip, and then on your arms, on your chest, on your back, everything that's exposed outside of the garment, use that cream because it's going to be able to get into your skin and start treating the tissue and get rid of that bruising. Um, oh, here's the other thing we didn't talk about that is also not on this sheet. They're going to tell you to use antibacterial like wash, right? But then they don't tell you when to stop. 
When you stop leaking is when you stop using that antibacterial wash. If you continue using that antibacterial wash, your incisions are going to scar very, very, very badly because you are damaging the pH balance of your skin. You're basically, so here's the incision, right? Here's the skin that's supposed to be healthy. And here's the swelling, right? Protruding behind the incision. So the incision is, is open. As that incision starts to close and the swelling comes down, this skin is supposed to be healthy and nice and thick so that it heals flat without a scar. If this skin is too fragile, it's like trying to get a needle through fabric like this that you can see through. If that skin is fragile and dry and flaky and crusty and in pain, that top layer of skin where you see the scar is going to get really dark and is going to look really bad. So we have a post-op soap. When you are done exuding fluids, right, exuding blood, when you're done draining, which if you're not having high contents of sodium should be within the first week, right? Within those first three days, four days, five days, right? Definitely not five days, three days, four days, um, four at the most. You are going to switch the post-op soap and you are going to make sure that you are using that once a day. And then you are going to put on your wound care after you come out of the shower. And then you're going to put on your post-op cream everywhere else other than your incisions. Then you're going to put your foams on and your garment on. Now, for the garment situation, you are going to need to set up a virtual with me. The number for that is 732-841-0142. Here's what I will not help you with in a virtual. Everybody that goes to Sonabello asks me, can you find me a therapist in my area like you? No, which is why I created the course. Because it's not, you guys have this idea that like you're, every therapist out there is, maybe I've just spoiled you guys. Every therapist out there is like me and knows everything about post-op. Let me be very clear. You need your manual lymphatic drainage massages to take down the swelling. You need me for your post-op care for garment fitting, for looking at fibrosis, for any weird things that come up along the way, for diet, for healing, for all of that, right? The only thing we need your MLD therapist for is their hands. We need them to be able to do the massage for you so that your body can reabsorb the swelling and you can pee it out. Yes, that's how the massage works. We need someone who knows this map and can work this map in the appropriate sequence that was designed for your body to take in swelling and pee it out. How do we find said person, right? Any Anything with your massages, right? How do we figure all this out? This is where the course comes in handy. Do not schedule a virtual with me before you have taken the course. If you are, I'm going to say it again, if you are getting surgery at Sonabello, do not schedule a virtual with me before you have taken the course. Here's why. A virtual is $145 for 45 minutes. The course is $150 for four hours of content. If you see me before you take that course and I start spitting information at you and trying to explain things, you are not going to understand a single thing. You're not going to understand why your garment needs to fit the way it does. We only have 45 minutes. You're not going to understand why I'm telling you to get your massages done with this person or whatever if I find you someone, right? And here's the other thing. I could find you someone. I could go on Google with you, on a virtual with me, find somebody. I could call them. I could vet them. I could say, hey, are you MLD certified? Yes. Do you do this with your hands? Yes. Do you start your sessions like this? Yes. 
Guess what? You get in that room, they're putting a heating pad on your stomach. Heat, which you will learn in the course, is a vasodilator. Will make you swell and bleed like crazy. I am not there to tell them not to use heat. You didn't know that was a bad thing because you didn't have the knowledge because we only had 45 minutes and you asked me to find you someone. So I did what you asked. And now we got a problem and you have to pay for another virtual for me to find you somebody else because you're having more problems. So take the course because you will learn in the course how to find a therapist in your area. You will know exactly what questions to ask them to make sure that they understand that map, that they're doing the sequence in the exact order it's supposed to be done. When you get your MLD massages, there's an extremely specific sequence as far as where your hands are placed first, what areas we're working on first, how we're opening up the lymph nodes to get your body to absorb and pee that swelling out. If you're just going to someone and they're just willy-nilly like doing this or this, or like this, or just like this, like that's not manual lymphatic drainage. It is very scientific. In the course, I teach you guys the science. I literally teach you the sequence and the map. So I show you how it's supposed to be as far as what your therapist is supposed to be doing, right? The only reason we need a therapist is to do the technique. Everything else I teach you in the course. I teach you how to avoid getting hard, right? How to avoid it becoming permanent scar tissue, how to prevent it from becoming permanent scar tissue, why swelling is made, the things that you're doing that's causing more swelling, just like this Sonabello sheet. That is why I'm pressing this so hard, guys. If you are getting surgery at Sonabello, the very first order of business should be taking the course because you need to understand why your body's swelling and what they're going to tell you because I have a whole module in there on myth busting, on things that are causing more swelling and causing more fibrosis and causing all these complications after something like Sonabello surgery. Guys, it's not the surgery causing the complications. It's the stuff you're doing that's causing swelling because you don't understand how swelling works. You don't understand the healing after surgery. You don't understand the four phases of wound healing. You don't understand what's happening to your body. So how could you properly take care of it? You can't. So please take the course first. Go purchase all your supplies and then schedule a virtual with me. Because then you'll already have everything and anything else we need to refine, we can customize and refine for you. But if you don't have the basics, you're not going to have any idea what's going on. And that is 90% of the problem with Sonabello as I read through the sheet for you guys. They don't teach you anything. They don't teach you the basics. They don't explain anything. And this is why I'm explaining it 55 minutes in. Because it, it's, it's not the surgery. The surgery is not the problem. It's all the things that they're doing that make you heal wrong. That's the problem. Sonabello is amazing. Their price point is great. They're quick. They're efficient. Their results are fantastic. But it's all the stuff that you guys are doing at home based on this sheet and based on what you're seeing on other people's Sonabello, my video journey things that are causing the problem because none of that's based in science. So go get the course. You'll learn what the lymphatic system is how to take care of your body after surgery, how to make sure you're not doing these things that are going to cause more swelling, why these things would cause more swelling so that you know what else to avoid that's going to cause swelling, how that swelling turns into permanent scar tissue if you don't get rid of it, how to get rid of it if you have that hardness 
that's going to turn into permanent scar tissue. Get rid of it before it becomes permanent. The garment situation is in there. The salt and nutrition situation is in there and fully explained. The massage situation. I go, have an entire module explaining the science of it and then showing you how the map works and what the areas are and the sequence of what your therapist should be doing. Then I go into explaining what letters to look for after your therapist's name to make sure they're certified. Then even deeper than that, what questions to ask them when you're on the phone to make sure they're practicing properly. Because guys, just because, and I know I've literally spoken to ACOLs about this, Academy of Lymphatic Studies, there are people who get an MLD certification, do a standard 40 hours, get the letters after their name, and then call it lymphatic drainage and rub the living crap out of you and use machines. Didn't use anything they learned. They just wanted the certificate to be able to offer post-op lymphatic drainage. So we're working on that. But um, the questions to ask your therapist are super important so that you guys are on the same page with the science so that you make sure they're doing the right thing and that you're not going to back up with swelling because that can happen too. Swelling can reflux in the body and travel. Like I said, when you're doing like this, swelling can travel through the tissue because swelling isn't in the lymph system. Swelling is in your tissue. Your lymph system sucks it out of your tissue back into your body, deflating you. Oh, how we get snatched, deflating you and you pee it out. So it's not, you're just rubbing a, like a bag of, a Ziploc bag of water. You're just doing this. You're not actually getting it to go back into the body to be peed out. So making sure that your therapist is actually doing the technique right based on what I taught you, how the technique is supposed to be done and taught you the science, that way you'll know who's doing your massage is supposed to be doing it because they don't need to be post-op certified five times like I am. They just need to have really good MLD technique. The work is on your end with understanding the science, understanding the sodium, understanding the garments, understanding the foams, understanding how your body swells, understanding the phases of wound healing, all of that is in there, which is absolutely none of what Sonabello teaches you, which is why, please get the course. Do not schedule a virtual with me until you have gotten the course. The link is in the bio on our Instagram to enroll in the course, to purchase it and enroll. The link will also be in the description box to purchase and enroll. Um, if you are in New Jersey and you want me to be your MLD therapist and you are getting Sonabello Westchester or Sonabello um, PA or Sonabello, there's another one near us. I believe they just opened another one too. I think there's one in like Connecticut or something. It doesn't matter. Um, but if you are close to me in New Jersey, I am in New Jersey. I am in Highland Park, New Jersey, which is central, and Elizabeth, which is north. So if you're coming from New York, you go to Elizabeth. If you're coming from anywhere else in Jersey or even PA, you're coming to Highland Park. Um, and you want me to be your therapist. And you've taken the course, you've purchased your products, you're gearing up for surgery, and you want to refine your diet. You want to talk about your surgery, and you need help with the garments that you're going to call me for. So 732-841-0142. Alex will help get you scheduled um, for either a virtual or a in-person session. But please, if you are going to Sonabello, purchase the course first and foremost before anything because you need to understand what's about to happen to your body. You need to understand what they're going to tell you that's going to cause more swelling because they're going to tell you all this stuff and you guys will believe them and you guys will drink a gallon of Powerade like the day of surgery and you will do all this craziness 
that is biologically not safe for your body before surgery or after surgery. And it will mess up your results really, really bad. So please, you need to understand what your body's going to be going through in order to make the right choices. Because I can't come to you in your kitchen and throw out every single thing that's going to cause fibrosis. I cannot, like cover every single pothole for you. I need you guys to start understanding what your body's going through so you can make better choices by understanding the science. Because guys, we have a science. We have a plastic surgery textbook. We have a lymphatic map that shows you how swelling works and how to get it out of the body. Like this is not, this is not TikTok reels. This is not just bits of information everywhere, guys. I put it all in one place. So go get the course, go get your products, call the office if you need to schedule with me. Um, but please, like this is my long Sonabello review. Um, with all the things. So the links are in the description box and in the bio on our Instagram. This video will go up on Friday. I I think that's it. Yeah, just wrap it in a nice pretty little bow. Starter kit for Sonabello. If you are planning to get surgery at Sonabello, one, you need to purchase the course and understand how swelling works. Two, you need to get your supplies backtracked through the video. Alex is going to timestamp where the supplies are talked about. You need to get proper supplies. Three, you need to be getting your MLD sessions done. Earliest, 48 hours after surgery. I say earliest because that is the earliest. If you are not comfortable doing that, start like a week, two weeks after. You can start later. It's okay. Um, you need to make sure you are on it with your water and not having Gatorade, Powerade, and all kinds of other crap. You need proper supplies, which we talked about. And you need to make sure you understand what's going on and be prepared. And not just watch my journey videos where people have been through all kinds of craziness. So guys, Ashley with Amari. I will see you guys soon. Um, that's it. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.